Afternoon. Hey everyone. Afternoon. I'm just waiting to see if anyone else has joined. Somebody joined it like three hours ago, so. Sounds like something a hatcher would do. Yeah. He's very enthusiastic. Well, he's, he's <laughs> orange, so he's here, but he's not here. No mic. Uh, uh, he's doing text. That's fine. And young Jenny. I'll just open up this other page and have a look at share speak. Let's see what people have got to say. Um, I'm going to play it on the computer. You guys let me know if um, you can hear it too. I'd just like to ask uh, a couple of questions in regards to um, where do you think Melbourne will go with Australian gel wall, and what can we expect from Melbourne East and the future events, such as immersion, role play, um, specific assets like vehicles, um, maybe more of a role play introduction to it. You might get a briefing from the chief commander or whatever. Um, and also, uh, what, what do you think about possibility of um, the realism aspect of gas blowback rifles and that sort of thing, and being more emergent and realistic? Cool. Thanks. Okay, you guys hear that? Yes. Yeah, I could hear on the it. Side. Okay. Um, so there's a fair bit to unpack in that. I'll try and answer it all. If there's anything you notice that I missed. Um, do let me know. Um, I, I think for the hardcore mill simmers, the com sims, especially that um, GBB gel is possibly the way of the future for them. Um, can you hear me, Jenny? Just thumbs up if you can. Can't hear sound at all. Hey, uh, Nick says he's trying to join, but can't get in. Okay. Yeah. He's coming. Yeah. Okay, Jenny, it says it's connecting to audio for you now. Okay. I can see your face. I can see that you're talking. Um, there seems to be a glitch of some description on Jenny. Shit. What have I done? No, you're there now, Jen. But now I can't see anything. Oh, my that God. <laughs> that doesn't matter. I'm not that worth looking at. <laughs> ah. Hello. There. All right. There we go. I've only done Zoom one. Right. <laughs> um, so, Nick, are you in the room? I've tried to admit you twice. No, he's not. I'm talking to him in my other group chat. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, you should be in now, but muted. That's Nick from Pistol Pavilion. Yeah. Um, do you know if he can hear me, Zach? Nick, can you hear Tractor or me? 
messaging him. If he can hear, he can press the tap to speak if he's on his phone. That's what I figured out. Yep. He says he can't hear. Yeah, you've got to hit the tap to speak, otherwise you get no audio at all. Okay. What I try now, I'm just playing with the settings. Hello there, Nick. Uh, uh, it is a bit of a shame because this is Nick's question, um, but I'll go at it anyway because I'll post this up as a as a separate podcast. So um, if you're in the room, expect to hear your voice on the podcast as it appears. I can see Nick. It just says. Hi, Nick. Um, so Nick's question was about realism and immersion and all that sort of stuff. Um, I'm a very big proponent of the idea of A, immersion, and B, the players driving the storyline itself. Um, I don't want to have a linear story that goes from there to there and you've got to do all these things along the way. Um, I like the idea of D&D &D and those sort of games or Elder Scrolls or Fallout where you go, oh, look, side mission and go off on this tangent. Um, that's how I like to play. Um, I don't always play the story in order or whatnot. Um, so I see an attractiveness there for other people to do the same. Um, in terms of the equipment that we use, um, I'd like to do something about communications. I'm not totally happy with the way that we do that. Um, I know some people have got ideas about things and how good and bad they are. So um, there's some polarity in the industry on that. Um, but in terms of blasters for the serious mill sims, the com sims guys don't know that K, that Toowoomba will go this way necessarily, but the guys that really want to get serious about the sim, I think low capacity magazines and thereby gel um, with a blowback system is where we're going to go for those guys. Um, but we're going to be looking at a thousand fifteen hundred dollars a unit for a proper um, gas blowback rifle that's turned into something for Dell. Um, there's, a, there's a couple of those in the market ready to drop in China already. Um, just waiting to see. It, I think it's going to be a bit like the P1. Um, that the first one will come, everyone will go, this is awesome and buy it. And then we're going to find all these problems with it. We'll solve a few problems. Um, people in the industry will go, okay, here's this part that I've 3D printed and that will make it um, what we need it to be. How long that is, I think that we're going to have that sort of stuff by mid-year. Um, Nick, is there anything I haven't covered there? Just do it in text, mate, if um, you're not coming through. microphone is off. Yep. So is Zach's. Alex is here as well, Trav. Uh, there we go. Hey. I'd, um, I'd sort of suggest that that development time frame might be a bit optimistic based on 
what we see between when we first see AEG gel blasters yep. leaked and then when they arrive, you're looking at, I think, minimum six months. Yep. And we're only just starting to get leaks of um, GBBRs, so I think longer than six months myself. Yep. Um, looking at the, where I see the industry from, I, I see sellers that have got them ready to go ex-China. I see players playing with them in China. Um, so that suggests that they're on the market there. So it's just a matter of the, the B709A loop catching up to get the first ones here. Do I think they're going to be fantastic? Absolutely not. I think the first ones will be dogs. Um, yeah. We know that from anything that comes in. Um, and there's lots of rumours about what's coming and what's not coming and whatnot. HPA might be an option. It's an expensive option. Um, just give me two seconds. I've got somebody asking me if they can log into the room. So yes, they should be able to. Um, cool. Is that um, with, with the story stuff? Absolutely. I want to enhance the story aspect of the games, do more of that build up videos and dropping Intel and, and that sort of stuff. But um, how we do that, I don't know yet. I really don't. Do you think that HPA is going to ruin the realism because of having a hose in the tank rather than, you know, that visual aspect? Um, having played Milsim in laser, um, where we built blasters and had hoses and leads coming off them, yes, there is a bit of a feel of, oh, this isn't real. But it, it, like any other game, you can suspend that disbelief for yep. that rapid trigger response. Um, and the thing that a lot of the serious mill simmers in the laser world never came across because of the range limitations. Um, and that's why I've looked at doing a hybrid game. All the realism in the world of, of a mill sim breaks down as soon as you pull the trigger. That's it. That's exactly yeah, right. True, and, true. and several people have said that. Um, so yeah, I'd like to be more focused on the world than the missions, if in that sense, Zach. Um, yeah, I'd like to get more about you being able to drop into the universe, know how the mechanics of the universe and exploring IEDs and exploring searching and arresting and all those other things that aren't um, the key parts of a conventional military combat. Mm, because that, that kind of thing hides the weakness of gel ball for immersion and so i personally have a big like of that type of thing yeah i'd agree there um what about you bear having been at a few games now well i have more fun doing the missions that doesn't in uh, pertain actually shooting delta other players yeah so going to point a point b doing a recce at point c and getting back to base without being noticed yeah i like that kind of stuff Okay. More than to actually just shoot him. Yeah. All right. Um, anyone else want to add anything? All right, let's go what to my... Yep, what sorry, sort of Nick? gel blasters would you like to see on the market? Uh, the, the very next thing I want to see, uh, the Thompson's just been announced, it's happening. Um, unfortunately, they didn't build it in metal, but they did plastic and wood. Um, 
but I'm certainly hanging out for Vass as one. He's been working on that for a while. I'm very keen to say that because it leads to the M41A. Um, and anyone that knows me knows that the pulse rifle is what I want to play a game with. Um, for the Rusky boys, I'd love to see them get some sort of support weapon, be it an RPK, PPSA, whatever. There's, there's a million different support weapons out there. Um, and certainly heavy weapons or unusual weapons um, to to get your support companies and your indirect fire support, that sort of stuff. I want to see us do something there. Um, whether that's tag-in or a mortar system or whatever it is, I want to increase that that depth of our battle space. I'd um I'd be interested to see HPA nerf in a sniper role at a milsim simply because they get that crazy sort of range. Yeah, um, you know they've played here at the field before, and yeah, I'll leave that at that. All right, let's go to our next caller. Let's uh, see what they had to say. Yeah, I think I've answered that with um, support session, support weapons, indirect fire stuff. Um, doesn't really matter what it is, but I want to be able to, for a player, to shoot at something they can't necessarily see with that shoot here, goes up in the air and lands there. Um, yep. Something more defensive or vehicle-based, don't care what. Oh, you mean a little robot sentry? Mm. Could be anything. Mm. A little sentry robot like um, oh. Hacky has. Yep. That he had yep. on the field that time. Yeah, that yep. looked cool. Well, the, and they are, cool. they are built to fire gel balls, so there's no reason right. we couldn't be using that now at a Millsoft or pickup games or anything. When you get yep. a kill strike, a kill streak, you can call it in. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm, sure yeah. I'm sure there's a million rules that we can add. I've just got a guy asking for a bit of tech support on how to get into Zoom. So um, he hasn't downloaded it. I'm like, just click on the link, bro. You can you can click on the link, but um, it does help. And it's easier to get in if you just download the app on your phone. Yep. That's what I just did. Like yep. 30 seconds. <laughs> he's, he's having trouble. That's funny. I want to hack on him when he gets here. All right, we've got another, uh, we've got another message here. We'll give this a go. Message number three, again from Anonymous. Oh, no, sorry, wrong button. Yeah, Zach. Um, was that you again, Nick? Yeah. Okay. Um, so EP2, I have uh, zero current involvement with. Um, I've taken a break for that because I've got so many other projects on. Um, definitely hit up the guys from ComSims. They've got plans to do something in March to, to relaunch ComSims. 
um, and I'd be very keen to to get the community to support that and see where they can go. Okay. Um, I, I left them with all the IP for EP, so they can continue that story or go off in a different direction, do whatever they want to do. If they choose to to not follow EP, um, I'm, I might talk to them about it. Maybe next year we'll do something as an EP too, if, if that's not what they want to do. Um, but my current focus myself is on Millsoft um, because I think the biggest weakness we have in the community is we don't have enough people that agree on what MilSim is. Um, and, the, and the easiest way to get that agreement is to get as many new people to the sport as we can in one spot and to play test MilSim style rules. Um, so we don't have somebody spending a lot of money in preparation going to an event and then going, no, this isn't what I like. Um, yep. Which we had a lot of at EP1. Um, um, some of that's my fault, some of that's other people's fault, some of that's expectations. But um, yeah, the, the, I think the only way to do that is uh, follow Jason's model of just play lots of games and sort the problems out on the fly in those games. Um, yep. Create the rules by trying the rules. Um, yep. I can sit in a room all day, every day and write as many rules as I want and I won't always tick the boxes that everyone needs. You're never going to satisfy everyone, but yeah. Um, so I'll just check again, make sure there's no more messages. That's the one you can't adjust. All right, so let's open it up to the floor. Um, let's go with uh, Jake and Megan. You haven't had anything to say yet, so unmute yourself and, and let out it, Hatsu. Um, Zach, so I'm going to be unmuted, I think. Yeah, I've just hit. Uh, yeah, I put myself on mute because I was eating, and then it turns out you can't unmute yourself. <laughs> okay. Um, okay. Uh, Jenny, let's hear from you then. I uh, hear about exactly what, what um, I've never done a Millsoft, Millsim. I've never done anything like that before. Okay. Uh, let's go to, to your left-hand side there. Poppy, obviously you, you've, you've done some military exercises and all that stuff. So you know what the worst parts of those are. What do you think yeah. are the things that we can do that the military does um, in a Millsoft or Millsim environment that will be fun for players? Um, you'd probably, um, start bringing in some of the, um, uh, old school training that we used to do, uh, like, uh, stretch carries, all that type of stuff. Um, you know, um, move them in towards an objective, like picking up something, carrying it from point A to point B while being, while you've got your fire team around you, they're supporting you. Yep. Um, 
So, so you can start incorporating probably some of them, and that's that's all low key. You can do that right from ground roots, and uh, so you can get the beginner guys that know bugger all up to guys that are serious swimmers that that can probably enjoy something like that from yeah. the get go. Um, uh, I, I I think uh, getting like we do objective based stuff all the time, um, every week in week out. So we get some like uh, what one of the other boys said before uh, something uh, different. Uh, like um, getting intel or something like that and getting from point A to point B or um, or joining a recce and getting, uh, gathering something might be different than just our usual HPT, TDM type deal. Yep. Like, we do on a regular basis because I've never done a mill software or some either. So I'm yet to experience one, um, which we're planning to do this year, you know, COVID, COVID um, permitting. But um, yeah, the uh, but real world military stuff, I think, That'd be a good ground level to start with. Um, I don't know, thoughts from the floor? I did have an idea on that sort of thing. Um, what if there was like a scenario where there were some players that were probably more experienced players were like in a vehicle, the vehicle was crashed, they had the intel and you had to go in and get them and bring them yeah. back to your safe point to get yeah. the intel. It's just a yeah. Absolutely. The only thing that limits our ability to do that is the inventiveness of the people creating the game at the time. Mm. Yeah, mate. It's just like bloody Hilo down, Hilo's crashed, mm. gets, gets survivors out and whatnot. You know, so well, that's what you, I was you, thinking. You can know, flavour it however you like, really. Yeah. Um, but just, yeah, I think we definitely have to get away from the old, what we see, uh, see the week in, week out on the fields. Uh, I think a departure from that would be is was what we really need. Yeah. Sort of like a night game with um everybody camping out and as you I was explained by I think Jamie at one point he was explaining to me how a Millsoft event went. Um with uh, there was like zombie attack at night and things night like raids. that, night raids and mm. you know, just to sort of break it up and make it interesting. That sort of made me want to sort of get keen on going, Oh, that'd be fun, so mm. Yeah, anecdotally, I've heard a lot of people don't enjoy the night aspect of a mill sim as much as they do the day stuff. Um, love to hear from the floor. Yeah, I definitely think that people actually sort of phase out at night time. Um, yeah. Used to be in night hours. Yeah. Uh, going to the mill sims, you see everybody start fizzing out at about nine, and then we wake up at about six o'clock. <laughs> yeah. So. Um, I think people definitely like the idea of night more than they like the reality. Yeah. Yeah. Well, there's yeah. a like a military simulation, so that never stops. Oh. Yeah, and you get a lot of your engagements are uh, in the dark anyway. Uh, that's that's yeah. when you're busiest um, in the real world. So I yeah. think I think um, night still has definitely a spot for it. Oh, look, I I wouldn't be adverse to doing specific missions at night where it's okay go and um, interrupt this convoy or stop this moving from here to there, that style of thing where it's not just red force, blue force, go at each other. Um, but I think that's easy to lose focus on at night. Or, or maybe um, with some of the Millsoft stuff I've talked about with um, the next version of Flashpoint or whatever we do, we can do a play from midday till midnight. So you get to play in the dark without being 24 hours in. Yeah. And that's that's sort of the framework that Jason's moving to at Toowoomba because it seems to work. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, and and all like and small teams too. You, know, you don't need to do mass. Sorry, small teams as well. You know, you don't need to go massive on force and spend twenty or thirty guys in. And at night, that's just going to be mayhem, chaos, and no one's going to really know what's what. If mm. you're like doing like little little teams of four or five, and just doing simple insertions, um, I think that'll uh, that'll work the ticket. You take some from Group A, Group B, yeah. and yeah, ones that want to do some sort of night little adventure or what have you. Um, you take a few from the groups and they represent their their team yeah. um sort or of thing. or whatnot yeah, mm. yeah th thinking back to ep1 there's obviously there's technology barriers with biking at night um mm. and and it, there's a barrier to entry not everyone can afford an extra 600 bucks on one piece of kit justified at night um whether that be they stick their iphone on top of their phone their blaster or go all the way to um thermal infrared cameras like we've seen before on games um yep. I, I really worry about that pay to play factor yep mm. oh um to, I'll, I'll give a re recount an anecdote from ep1 is that on the first night i don't think we even made contact with the enemy until well after midnight mm. and yet that first night was probably the most fun we had stalking around paranoid that the enemy were behind every bush yep. lighting up our own team on a number of occasions it yeah, sounds look, like fun look, the adrenaline of the hunt i think is something that has been lost in the mill since that we've done that okay we're going to go and hunt something and that's fun in and of itself we are going to either self-drive that or somebody's going to go all right you go to this grid and do this thing um uh, I don't know how to tackle that. Um, just a question I had in regards to immersion again. Um, I was watching a couple of videos on YouTube uh, of Soft Air, um, Mill Sims, and um, <laughs> I noticed that they were doing uh, simulated airdrops out of the back of a truck while the truck was idling along and uh, having a briefing in the back of the truck. The truck was completely dark. They had the red and green light for jump, don't jump. Yeah. Um, would you consider doing something like that at the start of a mill sim? Uh, look, I'd absolutely consider it. And um, if you looked at 1.5, we did a light version of that where we put a bunch of people in a horse float and dropped them that way. Yeah. Um, obviously, everyone's going to worry about insurance and injuries and that sort of stuff. I don't want yeah. somebody to end up not being able to work because of what they did at a mill sim. So um, as long as there's some sort of balanced approach and I've got people that are way more safety conscious me and way less than safety conscious of me around me. So um, I'm, I'm certainly open to it. It's, it's just how do we do it in a sustainable long-term way without getting too gung-ho. So there are really low risk ways to do that type of thing and that you can put people in the back of a car and have the wear blindfolds and it's not yep. time and they're getting dropped, you know? Yeah. Oh, and it's something we can absolutely do in a high ace. You've got a side door like a Blackhawk. You can sit in safe seats with seat belts. Put, you can put paper all over the thing. You can do any of that stuff with a commercial safe vehicle. Yeah. Now we've got Jordan back again. Side door type of deal. So Tractor, for me, the thing that I think differentiates Millsoft and Millsim from day games 
is the presence of some kind of medic rule system so that there's a reason to not just die all the time. Like you just don't just run around the corner because you might trade one for one. You want something interesting to happen around the death mechanic. You can get back up. Your body is a strategic thing because maybe your team can get to you and revive you. And I'd love to see more of that practiced at day games, like at all fields in general, but I'm destiny. Um, I, I certainly want to have medic rules at a mill soft if I'm running it, um, to be quite frank, um, because I think they're the, one of the most important parts of a mill sim is that death mechanic and how medics work and that sort of stuff. I think players are really looking for that um, don't spray and pray and, and there's some, some risk where, okay, if I die, I've got to walk 600 metres and wait so my death takes me out of the game it's not anyone screwing me it's my own problem that people think about it more instead of just run and go in and yeah, rush it's and all complex it's gone. Start thinking about it going okay how can i be more strategic i'll stick with my team i'll you know, yeah. communicate teamwork teamwork yeah. increases okay 100%. just letting you guys know i've just got the 10 minute warning we've only got 10 minutes left Um, so obviously this is an AMA, um, ask me anything, doesn't have to be about Nielsen, doesn't have to be about Millsoft, ask me any private question, whatever you want. Are we still looking at, um, introducing, um, a Millsoft, um, regularly? Yep. On like a Sunday or something like that? Yep. Where, where are we at on that at the moment? Uh, it's just in the, the marketing loop with Wounded Heroes about how we market that to the community. My intention is to make every Sunday game more Millsoft and less pickup yep. game. Yep. I know our squad has uh, been talking quite excitedly about that. So. Yep. So it'd be more like a teaching basis for like people like ourselves who haven't done anything like that. Yeah, I, I think it's perfectly designed to get anyone that has never played before to go okay here's here's team blue um there's seven guys on team blue you're you're one guy jump on with them and learn by doing um, yeah. I, I think it's much easier to learn from your peers than to have somebody stand at the front of a classroom and say like this do that or yeah. instructor yell at you get on the ground type <laughs> stuff I, I don't want to see any of that i've been there played that game Isaac knows that I've done that. Threw up those pouches. <laughs> Before I throw everything out. Yeah. Okay, eight <laughs> minutes to go. Tractor, do you need any NPCs for your Millsoft? Uh, we will, but my first focus is get, get the rules right and get something happening on a Sunday. Um, I don't really care what that is to start off with, but I think the Sundays will grow the Millsim rules by themselves. And with the Sunday Millsoft, like, will we just be restricted to the regular jailball field, or will we be able to use the whole compound? Um, I think we'll start with the regular jailball field simply because people are used to that concept. Do that for a couple of months, maybe months, two months, and then expand out from there. Um, obviously, I'm always looking at other places and properties to do stuff 
But if we can get people used to the rules in their own backyard, I think that'll be an easier stepping stone. In a smaller space, you have more opportunities to trial out the complexities of any rule set that you might have. Yep. And, and the massive downside of the space that we have is it's a very linear gameplay. Flanking, maneuvering isn't nearly as important as combat. So it's funny, we've got a plan for a working bee coming up that might change some of that. If, uh, if COVID holds out. We never know. Either way, I've committed to um, getting that plane. Um, I've spoken to the guy, I've arranged the delivery. We're just waiting on a COVID upgrade so that I can get that plane delivered. Sweet. With the stuff on a Sunday um, for the Millsoft, Millsim type of thing, would that be a normal running time of three hours or would that be, that sort of things be a bit different? I, I would make that a full day session of some description, maybe a nine till three or something. Yeah. Yeah. Sounds good. Um, I think uh, we probably should also get all the rest together um, and start fleshing some of it out and get some of the inconsistencies that are out on the field. Yeah, I, I think we need to talk about that separately. Yeah, yeah, agreed, agreed. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I think that's just something I think we need to look at doing sooner than later as well. Yeah. Yeah, as soon as Brendan's back on deck, I'll um, talk to him as the current head ref and see if he's still inter interested in being the head ref for the new year or where we go from there. No dramas. On a different note, I have been doing welding. <laughs> as long as you can dig, I'll be happy. <laughs> Tony said that it's not no good enough for M4A1. There isn't a pound of sell solder on there. Okay. Welding. Did you mean soldering? Um, soldering. My bad. Oh, you mean soldering? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Mm. <laughs> All right, we're down to five minutes, guys. Hey, Tractor, I might still remember how to um, TIG weld. Ah, well... So it's we'll get... been about six years, though. Yeah, well, that's better than me, who's never TIG welded. You're talking to also to a better machinist that does it on the daily as well. Yep. Yep, we've just bought um, some equipment that's... We had to buy little so that we didn't have to level it and set it up long term um, and it's cost us as much as a decent lathe and a decent mill but we've got some stuff for Milsim East because um, we're, we're now up to two and a half techs we've got two full-time techs and a part-time so it's ever growing so there'll be some interesting prototyping work coming out of uh, Milsim East very shortly oh, I got an arc welder in the shed if you want it for free did you buy it from Bunnings? No, I got it for free, actually. <laughs> I've just got one question. Yep. <clears throat> um, I heard you talking a little bit about the plane before. Did you get it, did you? I've committed to, to buying it. We're just working around the COVID stuff now. Yep, very good. I was just thinking, like, if you see these, you know, deals on, you know, Facebook, wherever you find them, um, I saw a lot of people wanting to commit money towards it. Can we set up a sort of like your Patreon for your thing so that we can, you can have that sort of money there to buy some of these things for the field? Yeah, we've, we've, we've set up something and one of the large teams has donated 
a four-figure donation to do some stuff. Um, and that's just gone straight to Wounded Heroes and then Wounded Heroes buys it. Um, okay. and, and I'm talking to Martin about how we can streamline that so that people know exactly where certain money goes. Because obviously the priority for Wounded Heroes is veterans in crisis. And if they've got a couple of thousand dollars, that's where it should go first. Yeah. Um, I, I don't like the idea of being the guy in the middle of that and being in charge of other people's money. Um, only because I've been involved in raffles and community groups and all that stuff before. Um, but if there's a platform where we can do it simply that doesn't cost everyone 10% of the, the money they're putting in, um, yeah. I'm totally open to it. The, the other thing is I, I need more people to be looking out for anything that could be a bus, that could be a whatever. But if you see something on marketplace or you're driving somewhere and see something, um, I need the eyes and ears of the community on that. Sounds good. There's some trucks near, um, what is it, road? Ah, uh, fuck. Um, Nick, near America. Yep. Get the, the, an old service station. All right, let's talk offline about that after this. Yeah. Um, and I got another question I was thinking of. Um, are you going to be allowing pyro for the Millsops? Um, it, it, the only thing that will stop it is whatever rules we've got to be being this close to the prison. Um, and yes. with COVID, we've lost our relationship with the prison that we're not interacting with them as much as we normally would. Um, so for me, it's just about getting a tick in the box from the police and the prison about their happiness for us to let off. Because I'd be happy to go to flares and all the shenanigans on earth. Um, but it's just about having that local relationship. So that we don't waste any government time. Yeah. All right, we're down to 60 seconds. It'll it'll just cut out when uh, we get to that point, guys. Tractor, what are you most excited about in jail ball in the next three months? Um, there's a couple of really big companies in Taiwan that are about to dip their toes in, um, and the discussions I've seen from them, um, we're not just going to have M4s anymore. That would be nice. Yep. <laughs> no more M4s, please. Ah, oh, PK. <coughs> mm. Yeah. What happened to that PKP you were supposed to? <laughs> no. Um, yeah, two grand for a PKP. I can't justify selling that. Yeah. But, um, yeah, the RPK has become a real reality in the last week. Nice. That it wasn't, that it wasn't a week ago. Nice. So a lot of those people that are now come, well, a lot of the products that are coming out of Taiwan, are they reputable soft air brands? They're massive. Being... They're massive air soft brands. They're the okay. KWAs, the ICSs, the not Tokyo Marui, but other brands of that size. Okay. Mm. Does that yeah, mean a, um, FG42 would be possible? Um, yeah, but you're looking at probably a two and a half grand 